My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. My brain's splitting off in so many different directions. <laughs> brains splitting off in so many different directions <laughs> that no one has the answers to. <laughs> my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. Certain things upset me. And my dad was a shrink. things upset me. What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star and then what's beyond the furthest star? Questions that no one has the answers to. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast that's all about the X-Men, your favorite X-Men comics, including Ecstatics. We are in the middle of the Back from the Dead arc, part four, where they have resurrected not Princess Di, uh, Henrietta something or another. And now she's leading the team, Gary. They're trying to get her killed, so they put her in charge of the Ecstatics. Yep, and now the team is trying to stop the uh, Beltway Sniper, mm-hmm. uh, basically the random killings. Denzel Washington. Uh, Denzel Washington. <laughs> she's she she was originally Princess Di, then she was Denzel Washington. Now she's Henrietta Hunter. It's been a real weird time um, in this comic book. <laughs> uh, this cover is real fun. Yeah, her with the dartboard like, and all yeah. the characters kind of darted up on the board. Yeah, like this is this is if I were going to have one of the covers, like this isn't quite as pinuppy as some of the other things, mm-hmm. and it features a character i don't have that much affection for in terms of uh henrietta hunter but i think the dartboard image is really fun yeah very retro into it uh and last appearance of uh, el guapo's legs oh <laughs> sad <laughs> yeah jesus christ <laughs> zero people found this interesting it's <laughs> 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 so mean <laughs> it is it just it's, it's weird i noticed they kept him kept his legs on the cover yeah i, th- yeah. I had no idea what was going yeah. on um we're gonna start out in the middle of a bowling alley with uh three good friends trying to leave the bowling alley as quickly as possible because they might get sniped uh, when they turn on the car, it explodes, and our killer mm-hmm. that has been rampaging across America, killing people at random, has switched tactics. Um, they are using car bombs and explosives. They are causing um, mass panics by releasing stink bombs into subways, causing people to get um, stampeded. I guess that would be a verb. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, everybody's everyone is asking the same question, which is, where are the heroes? Yeah, and it's not just uh, it's implied, and we eventually find out directly that's not just one killer you know mm-hmm. basically that that uh that seminar we saw was teaching people to do this um we cut over to where our heroes are and they're wearing those new costumes uh or a version of these new costumes uh created by henrietta and friends and they all look like aliens they look like they're dressed up as like star trek yep you know uh people they all get different haircuts <laughs> it's horrible these are horrible costumes it's all very bad everyone is in um i think tyke gets the award for the worst one though just just by nature of having suspenders suspenders and like an overall situation um although what they do his hair as well yeah dude they tussled it yeah what's happening to dead girl's hair like she's got one like she's she's got the man bun but she's neither of those things like (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) she's got an antenna (laughs) it's not good yeah Wow. Um, there's a little joke here. You know, they talk about how the replicas of these costumes are available in all sizes, baby, kitty, teen, adult, and underactive thyroid. And then a warm round of applause for El Guapo and Jesus Diaz, showing that amputees don't have to miss out on the fun. Um, the honorary 
you know, uh, seventh ecstatics, yep. uh, who died from land, you know, got his legs blown off in a landmine and El Guapo. Uh, and he's looks really upset, uh, reason, understandably. Sure. But, but could reasonably still be in the team. Like he flies around on a skateboard. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's still got powers, <laughs> unlike a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, they're questioning the, the, the reporters outside are questioning Henrietta about like the timing of this. Like we have a killer, we have multiple killers on the loose in America. Now you're just releasing new clothing line. And she's like, no, no, we have to do this because if we stop doing what we would normally have done, that means the terrorists have won. Um, which again, yes. big nine 11 vibes, like having, having lived through that as a relative adult. Um, it's like remembering all of the weird shit that happened after nine 11 just feels like remembering like a lucid dream or something nowadays. Yeah. We, 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 I have no explanation for that wildness like just the the oh if we if we don't you know if we don't keep the wheels of capitalism moving the terrorists have won you know just really really ridiculous and that's where like freedom fries came from oh yeah dude and stuff it's real bonkers time in america i'm gonna put a boot up your ass (laughs) (laughs) a fucking country song jesus christ yeah yeah we we didn't really know how to react to it uh not that we learned yeah, we learned absolutely you know, we, nothing from it. Absolutely. Yeah, we learned Jack and Dick from that. Like, there, there's, you know, we are not better than we were then. It was just sillier then, uh, in terms of response. Um, do you remember you know, thinking they, they, like this, where everybody got the flags from and like who was selling it and like where the money was going to? Like, I was, I know, I was, I, I was, I was prime. Like, and I was 21. At the, well, I guess I was 20 at the time, but like. I was prime, like where we follow the money kind of, you know, commis- yeah, yeah. conspiracy theory guy. But like, who was selling all the fucking flags? Where did it, why did everybody have them at the same time? All of a sudden, it was really fucking weird. Just everybody had people them. are going to capitalize on that shit. It's like the same, you know, it, it's, it's slightly more ethical than the people who are selling, uh, Osama bin Laden toilet paper. Yeah. You know, at the time, like this was a time where you'd like go on the internet and you would see banner ads for like shooting targets that had just generic Arabs on them. Yep. You know, as a result of this, like it was, it was a collective mania. Uh, we lost our minds over that. Dude. And then, you know, obviously this is not a new point, but then, you know, we can have do this horrible shitty response to COVID and lose multiple nine elevens a day. And, and nobody, nobody cares. Shit. Yeah. Cause there's nobody to blame. Like, it's just, it's not, uh, it's not good. Yeah. Um, there's no, there's no dark skin Disney villain that we can, we can point to that yeah. says this is their fault. So, yeah. Um, yeah. anyway, they snap a picture of Henrietta and it goes to the cover of time, um, which is a nice thing, except they, they're asking, is it more than she can chew? So uh, she's already in the crosshairs of just being the face of this, of not getting, not saving American lives. So she's, she's starting to get the blowback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we cut over to a hospital, uh, in, uh, Europa where we had, uh, Reggie and, uh, the other guy whose name I forget, um, the two old guys who engineered the uh, the assassination of Henrietta in the first place, who work for the Europa government, aka the British government, aka the Crown, for British eyes um, only. The the, uh, the, uh, the one guy um, again, or Reggie, uh, who's dying, is making the other guy promise. He's like, you know, do you remember my secret place? There's a little like, how could I forget? Wink. Uh, you know, implication that he's talking about his, you know, prostate or something. Okay. And then I, uh, you know, he says no. I, I mean, <laughs> the secret compartment office there'll be documents that'll destroy that awful american upstart uh you mean george w bush no spike freeman um and you know he sold chemicals to saddam hussein um release those documents and destroy ecstatics this is big like it was at this point i started like i was just thinking like this is 
very much like Arrested Development. Like we're getting a lot of the same kind of <laughs> same camp of beats with the Saddam yeah. Hussein stuff and solid as I rock. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I, mm. yeah, just very funny to me. So, yeah. um, meanwhile, there's the, uh, a, there's another killer there though, overhearing all of this. And as the the one non sick dude leaves to presumably go get the documents, um, this killer with the hat turned backwards uh threatens to kill this dude if he doesn't tell him where the papers are and then he just absolutely kills him um and smothers him with the pillow no uh we cut over to uh henrietta and her plan for finding the random uh sniper which is to look around randomly (laughs) uh just teleport to places again the the reaction (laughs) image of when she says that and everybody just like looks at one another with the little two like what Uh, (laughs) are you fucking serious Like it's very the office. Yeah, exactly. You know, like just like, um, you know, and there's this, you know, Vivisector like I'm gonna let you in on a secret. There are 51 states, dozens of cities, several million miles, and 300 million people. <laughs> you know, uh, she says you're, you're right. We need a system, and her system is to throw a dartboard at a, a map of the United States, um, which is just really ridiculous. But there's a great little bit of comedy here. Uh, where she's like, well, you know, maybe this will work because I came back from the dead. I have contacts over there. Maybe the spirit world will guide me. Uh, the rest of the team kind of freaks out about this and they're like, Hey, dead girl, you're on it. Uh, and we have her looking to her dart saying spirits of the other side. I am your sister and I command you guide my hand towards the random killers. And then dead girl saying spirits of the other side. I am dead girl. I command you to keep your deceased spirit butts out of this. You dig Uh, very, very funny. Like very cute. Yeah, extremely funny. Um, meanwhile, we go to a, a news report just showing that uh, more people are dying. Um, and there's no, they're just all these random killers. They don't know who they are. Is it, you know, Al Qaeda? Is it communist? Is it an urban malicious sect? Uh, there's a really good line where Dead Girl says black separatist. And um, yeah. Fags responds with white separatist. <laughs> which I think yeah. is very funny. Yeah, white supremacist, black separatist. And then Vivis Hector, that's a problem with the melting pot. There are so many people who might hate you. Uh, you know. Fun. And again, just I love that I love this book where like whenever there's something going on, the way that we see it going on is through our heroes, like watching TV. Mm-hmm. You know, watching it too. I love these like TV cuts. Um that reporter uh tries to have an interview with Henrietta and she's really unpopular. People are booing and throwing banana peels at her and stuff. Yeah. Um and she's like, you know, trying to fight them, but they won't fight fair. If, they, uh, if only they would just come out and fight fair. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, this is, you know, hurting her popularity, which they want. Uh, Tyke's like, let's just pray that the killers don't stop. Don't quote me on that wink. Uh, you know, uh, so th- this is all going according to plan. We cut over to kind of a weird scene, um, where Lacuna is, uh, talking to guy and saying like, Hey, it's almost like you planned this and then reveals her, her love for, for him. Um, I didn't, don't think that they laid track for this. Yeah. This kind of feels like out of nowhere for me. Like I know she was obsessed with aesthetics and like she was kind of into um, like she was kind of like Tyke there for a bit, but she was also impressed by Guy. But like all of this just feels exactly how she thinks of of what he thinks about her, which is like this is some just flight of fancy for her. Um, Like this is just an infatuation more than anything. Uh, but she insists that it's true love to the point like she's pressing herself on him and he like kind of throws her off her off of himself and onto a glass um, coffee table where she's like wounded. She's like actively bleeding and she just she uses her powers to, to disappear after that because like, what are you going to do at that point? Um, yeah, she's also I'm, like, I'm, I'm, yeah, go ahead. I'm bleeding. You assaulted me. 
And he tries to apologize. It was an accident, but she, you know, doesn't let him off the hook and she disappears. They're being pretty conspicuous with the drink in her hand too. So like, I wonder if we're supposed to assume that she's like a little drunk, but they're not doing like slurred words or anything at the same time. So I'm not sure. Like she's, when she falls into the glass, like she's holding her drink up, like she's fucking the dude, right? Like, yeah, this just has to give her motivation for what's going to happen next. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no idea how much of this was like, this could have been a totally different scene if they didn't have to read, you know, write the entire plot. Yeah. You know, so th- this feels like it is uh, here to give her um, plausible doubt, you know, in terms of whether she should expose the team, you know, uh, and it just, it feels very mechanical. Like every once in a while, you know, like reading a book and you're like, Oh, this has to happen for the plot. That's why it's happening. Like it doesn't feel organic. It's just moving the pieces into place. Because, you know, as she leaves, the uh, the old British guy uh, gives her the folder. Yeah. You know, like this has everything that will take down Ecstatics um, and Spike Freeman, you know, at this point. So use this on your on your show. And now she has motivation because she's jilted. Yep. Yeah. Um, we go to the back to a news report where Mr. Code. She's busy. <laughs> Like it's always the same news report. It's all right? yeah, she's she's killing it, dude. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's like working working forty eight hours a day. Just <laughs> look, that's the world we live in. This is a twenty four hour news network. We need to keep going. Yeah, um, and she she's got the mutant power to cover all of the news. Yeah, um, and Mister Code has revealed himself, um, and is basically doing the Fight Club thing of like you're all just living miserable lives that trade off between your desires and your fears and. You know, our forefathers lived with death and they carved out America in danger, but you've grown fat and complacent. And uh, we, you know, switched to a stereotypical American, like, mom and pop where the the dad is like, I don't get it. He's like, he's got a point. Um, and- yeah, he's wearing sock garters. You know, basically saying we're going to change America. This is just QAnon red pill horseshit. Yep. You know, th- this idea. Like, this is, I, I was kind of surprised by how much this resonated with, like, modern times. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't that different than, like, Baked Alaska or fucking Jordan Peterson or some shit. Yeah, it's the same kind of Just telling people to to rise up. Like, same kind of shit. Which is terrifying, very Um, frankly. Like, it's just, it's weird that you were able to, to, that they were able to pitch this and, like, have it, like, just probably be, this is some crazy thing that could possibly happen. And then it actually, like, came true. Like, that's terrifying. Yeah, it became a real thing. And then there was an armed insurrection on the the Capitol. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Internet Yahoo's told people to do it. Uh, and also a president. Um, we go back to the assassin, the backwards hat assassin, who's like, hey, you know, the information was already passed on, uh, talking to Spike Freeman. So he was hired by him. Um, you know, I'm sorry about that. And he goes, I, you know, it's, it's okay. I've got forward planning. Um, and he calls up Mr. Code. Um, he calls his house. Uh, I love his kids, you know, are just playing. And they're like, daddy phone. And he's always wearing the mask. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just, uh, you know. Uh, he's like, Hey, it's Spike, your old business partner. I need a favor. Um, you need to kill Lacuna basically. So Spike knows the random killers. He knows who they are. Um, he knows, uh, you know what they're doing. And he was like part of their whole deal. Yeah. Like he was in the, in the, uh, the, um, the conventions or whatever seminars. And let's not forget. He also sold chemical weapons to Saddam Hussein. That's also, yes. also yeah. kind of a bad thing that he did there. Yes. Yes. Um, Needs to not get that file out. Yeah, no doubt. Um, we go to, to Guy and Lacuna, who are meeting on neutral ground, um, which is a pier where um, he she calls them a, a pig and a liar, but also uh, tells them about the file and you know it, hey it's everything like the whole team is implicated, um, and he he's she's kind of like 
saying that she's in love with him and he's pushing her back, but also saying like, Hey, we need, we need those documents. Like, what do I need to do to get those documents at the same time? Yeah. And she says, you know, if, uh, they're with my lawyer, if anything happens to me, they'll be released to the authorities. And he's like, well, we'll release them. Like we don't like spike, spike Freeman. And she goes, no, it's more complicated than that. If they're made public, they don't just implicate spike. He won't be the only one who's destroyed. And we do one of these like great, uh, panel cuts that uh, they do all the time in this book where uh, it's Spike confronting or uh, rather uh, guy confronting Spike about how Edie um, was also implicated and, and to sell chemical weapons to Saddam Hussein. And also finding out that like it, not just her, like there's also Tyke mm-hmm. and <laughs> you know, like they all, yeah. they all live this lifestyle and they're like, yeah, like we just wanted money. Like it was all, we all just all thought it was just money. Um, we didn't, you know, maybe we didn't realize what's going on. The contract had small print or, or whatever, but basically it was just, Hey, we were didn't really care as long as the money kept going in, coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Dupe needs medical treatments to survive. Like everybody needs all this stuff. Like you can't be holier than thou. We're all, you know, I made sure we you'd all go down with me. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like, well, maybe I can persuade her to hand over the documents and, uh, you know, spike makes a mistake here. He's like, well, that won't be necessary. You know, let's just say these random killings are going down. No one is safe, implying what's, what he's going to do. And this makes a uh, guy see red. Uh, and he uh, kicks his neck twisted. He breaks his neck with a kick. He like a bath. spins it all the way around. Right. Like, cause when he got, when the yep. guy lands, like his, his, his head is facing the right direction, but his neck, whole neck has been twisted. Like he does a full 360 degree kill shot here, mm-hmm. which is, kind yep. of impressive <laughs> like 360 that's... no boot yeah like <laughs> no soul uh just kicks his head off like basically just furious about what's going to happen to lacuna uh and you know guy who has always had like a little bit of a you know a hero in him is running out to try to save her this is a very sad scene where the sniper is presented uh here waiting for lacuna she's gone for a walk um guy tracks her down and uh in lacuna's thought bubble she's like i knew it i knew he felt the same way as me and she gets shot right before uh he can he can stop her yep right in front of him so. and right as she believes that he's like confessing his confessing his love and that's it um and man like that's kind of two major character deaths like pages from one another mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is getting kind of crazy well, we got two more coming as well i know uh, <laughs> we're busy this, you know, this week. They're, they're clearing the decks uh because they, you know and, and it, again the, i i think at this point because of that foreshadowing about um scattering her body to all the four corners of the earth um they knew what they were gonna do for the last arc mm-hmm. of this and the last arc doesn't work with like you need to have like the cast a slightly smaller size to do the xx versus avengers arc that they're gonna do so, I'm, I'm into it though um, like this all feels like really fun and fast and and like i'm 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 into it like just i just want to read more and more and more every time i pick up this book yeah i like uh that that uh characters in this book tend to die when they've served their purpose mm-hmm. the plot like there wasn't like you know a lot still left for lacuna to do like they've done this plot of her exposing the team's desire to kill one of their own members already you know like that happened with, with arnie um they couldn't just keep doing it yeah like over and over and her powers are so close to omniscience that like or uh omnipotence that she's kind of a liability to have around for future stories, you know? Um, it just kind of feels like she's, she's completed her arc. It's one of those like, well, like if Lacuna was around, why wasn't Lacuna doing X, Y, or Z? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, because she should be able to take care of this or whatever. 
You watch the the Nick Fury movie from the nineties, and it's like call the fucking Avengers. Like, yeah, why are you doing any you know, of this? You have a Thor on staff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't need to do this. You have a Thor. I saw a video of this has got to be old, but of uh, the Avengers cast trying to pronounce um, Thor's the name of Thor's hammer, and like, and they're mm. all butchering it. Going, they're going through everybody, and it gets to Paul Rudd, and he says Jonathan. <laughs> it's just. Yes. <laughs> Just really funny. It will forever be Jonathan for me from now on. So that's great. My hammer, Jonathan. Yep. Um, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you. We do. Thank you very much. Um, if you like this podcast, you can leave us ratings and reviews. You can uh, support us directly by going to patreon.com slash duckfeed TV. You could tell your friends. That's probably the most helpful thing that you can do. If you know anybody that's Mm -hmm. vaguely into X-Men books that likes our sense of humor i guess that's what you would call it uh mm-hmm. you could tell them about the podcast get them to download it on their phone in front of you make them do it or else they'll just say sure i'll get to that later and then they're definitely not going to do it because who has time to do anything so make sure they download it directly in front of you those are my orders from <laughs> yes uh those are jeremy's orders and they cannot be disobeyed it's true uh, if you disobey night. jeremy <laughs> good permanent good night oh no i don't want to kill anybody well you just put him to sleep forever. Doesn't have to be it's good night, not you know, death. <laughs> just put him to sleep a permanent sleep forever. Yeah. Yeah. Million dollar baby. I'm. I don't I don't get that reference. I've never seen the movie. Uh it's a, a boxing coach uh Mercy kills his Padawan when she gets paralyzed because she can't box anymore. Uh so when I said I've never seen it, you said, Oh, he must be interested in it because he's waited this long for me to tell him about it. This is what's gonna yeah. <laughs> that was the thing yep yep (laughs) exactly it well if i could just convince him (laughs) i don't think it's i don't think you should watch it like i just it's it's a cultural reference it's like if you say sophie's choice yeah i know what that's talking about but yet million dollar baby situation sophie's choice situation but yet boxing helena is not just a permanent fixture of our vocabulary just fucking robbed my damn head <laughs> like I went to a bento place and they you can actually just get like this a la carte like it's kind of like a boxing Helena situation with the teriyaki. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See? I'm with yeah, it. I'm with it. It works. <laughs> <laughs> just cut <laughs> off all the other parts that we don't need. Bento uh-huh. boxing Helena. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 